I'm so excited. I'm super excited. <laughs> so okay, um, do you want to tell us what you do? Tell us what you do, and then um, let's just get to it, man. Let's let's just do it. Okay. So I am a full-time tennis player. I've been playing mm-hmm. tennis for close to 15 years now, and wow. I, I know it's been long. I just counted the years. I'm like, oh my god, it's been close to 15 years. Wow, time flies. <laughs> <laughs> so I was born and raised in Botswana, and then moved to America in 2016 on a tennis scholarship offer. So I'm a full-time tennis player. I recently graduated from college, and mm-hmm. now I work full-time at Citigroup, which is a bank. Um, I'm a finance graduate, so I'm pretty much working right now and also playing tennis at the same time. Wow, that's that's actually awesome. So, um, are you saying that actually tennis is your goal, or actually working at the bank is actually your goal? No, tennis is my goal. Tennis is my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's my life, literally. I know that's great that's great you know so actually you know most of the time especially nowadays um you find actually especially ladies you know um most of them they're so they're so confused they're so confused about the kind of goals they need to follow even though actually they know what to do but still there's just this confusion so um do you want to maybe just give an advice on how how can someone actually notice their goals and even if they they do even if they do know their goals how can how can they reach their goals how can they do that i think one of the most important question is why do i want to achieve this the yeah. why i call it the why factor everyone whenever you choose to do anything there's a reason behind why you want to do it for example mm. why do i play tennis i've been playing mm. for 15 years i had every single reason to start playing tennis Everyone that I started playing tennis with quit along the way. I could have quit too, but I didn't. Why? Because mm-hmm. I'm passionate about it. And I see a bigger picture. If I had stopped playing tennis, I wouldn't be where I am. If I had, yeah. if I had stopped playing tennis, I wouldn't have traveled so many, like to different countries like I have. So you have to figure out why do I want to achieve this? Because once mm-hmm. the why factor is bigger than achieving the goal, it's bigger than you making it, then it's a push factor to you then you already know it doesn't matter what comes i'm gonna achieve this you have a one thing some people may have goals and say you know what i have to achieve this because my family depends on it i'm a breadwinner so i have no choice but to achieve this so that's fuel to you and some may say I want to be a preacher. I want to be used by God and minister to the people of God. So that's your why factor. Your heart beats for souls. Wow. So for me, it was, okay, what's my why factor? I'm playing tennis. I don't want to quit. All my friends stopped playing tennis, but I saw a bigger picture. I knew God wanted me to be in America. And if I can tell you, it is through tennis that I've been to over 10 countries. It is through tennis that I've met so many ministers of God. It's actually bigger. It's so funny. God can use the same gift as just exactly as the Bible says, like your gift will make room for you. I oh, never yeah. thought he would use tennis as a way for me to meet and actually grow in my spiritual walk in with him. I didn't yeah. think it was going to be tennis. And sadly, in the beginning, I just sidelined God in my tennis career. I didn't involve God in anything. I just played it because I was just playing it. But mm. as time on, I got to realize, wait a minute, there's something actually bigger here. This is just something God is using. It's channeling. Yeah. So, you see, so you have to find out the why factor. 
And then once you have your why factor, you're like, okay, it doesn't matter what comes my way. I'm going to keep being persistent. I'm going to go hard. Absolutely. absolutely. Wow. That's that's great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I must say, even with me, for example, coming to America was my goal. When I finished high school, I said, I want to go to America. I had every reason not to be able to make it here. I didn't know anyone who could help me come here. So I had to do everything by myself. So I had to set goals for myself. The first goal was graduate from college, from high school, find school. So I'd go on Google, literally, because I didn't know what I was doing. Like, colleges in America offering full tennis scholarship. Hello. Americans don't even know where Botswana is. (laughs) They literally think Botswana is a city in South Africa. (laughs) Oh, wow. Wow. actually interesting that's that's interesting and you know what um most of the time you find people um setting out goals that actually like for example you find people saying that um goals actually can just be one of those things whereby this they're just so focused about just getting a job but that is actually inside the offers but then most people they miss the opportunity of doing things out there right that's true and it's sad because and not everybody yes we all want to be business owners and everything but yet again you have to realize why do why am i at this job Mm -hmm. use every single opportunity at that job to learn everything you need to learn Um, even right now for example when i graduated from college i got a job as a sales person like i worked in a sales company but because i was graduating i didn't have any work experience i was like you know what this is sales i want to learn i actually pray to god i god help me i want to learn how to interact with people be eloquent communicate well be confident and then he said well i'll open a door for you in sales in sales you have to speak to people <laughs> you have to be bold so in sales i was like okay i'm in sales i don't really I'm not like that confident. Like I felt like I wasn't confident enough. But God said, mm-hmm. it's up to you. You decide how much you're going to learn from this position. It's up to you. You decide how much you're going to grasp out of this. And then you're going to look back in a few months or in a year and say, hey, I learned one, two, three. And even right now, I can look back and say everything that I learned in sales, I'm actually using it in life, in life, in my spiritual walk. And why? Because every single day I had a goal in mind. For example, yeah before the day started when i was working in sales i would have a list of goals to achieve the following day because i believe that if you go into your day without a goal in mind you've already lost your day you've already you've been defeated already you have to have a goal because it keeps you in track it keeps you in track to know am i am i improving am i getting better at this am i what do i suck at what what are my weaknesses and how what am i going to do to actually improve my weaknesses and make them into strength so that's what i learned listen i was i was the worst like from college i hated goals i hated when my my colleague told me patty i think the best thing is to write down your goals i was like what write my goals no way i got them in my head he said yeah write them down you're a christian what does the bible say (laughs) write the vision down It helps. Yeah, at the end of the day, you look back, you're like, okay, this is what I did, and this is what I didn't do. And you have to be honest. Don't just take and say, okay, I did well. Why? You're lying to yourself. You don't know what you're doing. Like, you're lying to yourself. So at the end Mm. of the day, look back at your daily goals and say, okay, today I wanted to, for example, in sales, I'll say, today I want to work on 
by scene factors. Like in sales, we have something called scene factor, like smile, eye contact, enthusiasm, and nodding. So when you're That's in sales, you never... <laughs> yes, whenever you talk to someone, you want to make sure you, you use the scene factor. You go to, hey, Abigail, I'm Tatsimo. You smile, you shake their hand. You look yeah. at the eye contact. You're building trust. And then you are enthusiastic about whatever you're talking to the person about. Please. And then at speak, you nod while you're getting them on the yes train. So that's all mental. So you use the sin factor. If I say, okay, yesterday I didn't do too well with this client and I want to improve my sin factors. Who do I know in the office who's perfect at interacting with anyone? We're talking to anyone. Some people can just talk to anyone. You know, those kind of people like at a mall, they can talk to anyone. So I find that particular person, why? Because I have a goal in mind. I want to improve this because I found out this is my weakness. So I'm going to find somebody who's good at it. And then I'm going to reach out to them and say, hey, help me out. This is what I encountered yesterday. How can I go about it? How can I improve this? That's and that's great. That's great. To have mentors, to have coaches, to have people to help you because you don't know what you're doing. People who can yeah. see you're trying to go. Hmm, that's, that's amazing you know that's powerful so actually it's most importantly to actually find your strength your weakness in all of this yes definitely and if you don't have a goal then you're never going to know what are your strengths or your weaknesses you're going to just come. take it as it comes <laughs> <laughs> so tell me party um how did you know that actually tennis was your goal so because you know you can find most, especially ladies um i know most of them they wouldn't take tennis as a goal i'm sure they would just take it as a hobby but then how did you know that actually being a professional tennis player was actually the goal that you, you needed to focus on the moment i realized that god gave me the talent for it when i started oh, playing it wasn't it wasn't like a, a, a dramatic story. It was very spontaneous. I didn't even know what I was doing. Like I was with a friend and her friend yeah. came and said, hey, you want to go to tennis with me? I was like, <laughs> because I was there. I felt like I was invited. So I went along. <laughs> so I went to the tennis club. That's how I started playing. And then I got hooked. I started playing it as a hobby, as you say, because most people make it a hobby. And then once you realize the bigger picture, because mm-hmm. for somebody else, it literally took me one year one and a half year to be able to be put on the tennis team and represent the nation of Botswana. So that's a big deal. There has to be something there. Like some people took them years to be able to represent our nation in different countries. And it took me only like less than two years. And I knew it, this was God. Because I was a Christian, born in a Christian house. But I, I didn't realize it didn't click. Until years along the way, I couldn't stop it. Because it was so, I was so passionate about tennis. Like I wanted to stop playing, but I couldn't. Because <laughs> that's the thing. When, when there's passion, it's impossible to just stop. To wake up and say, yeah. I'm not going to do this. And that's a passion right there. That's the passion. Passion is everything. When you're passionate about being a better person, you're going to do whatever it takes. If somebody tells you, hey, write your goals, you're going to write your goals. If somebody says, hey, speak to this person and consult, inquire from them what you need to do to become this person that you see, you're going to do it. Why? You want to be better. You want to achieve. You want to you wanna be fit. Like, you talked about being fierce some time ago in your podcast. <laughs> you want to be fierce. You want to You want to take over. So passion is everything. Find your passion first and then go use that passion and as, as, a, as a way to achieve all of your goals. Yeah. And find the fire factor. Let it be fuel to you. 
Hmm, that's powerful. So, you know, the other thing is that uh, most of the people, like you said, they should write their goals down. But then mm-hmm. you find other people, they are busy writing their goals down. You know, they, they're always writing on a journal. But then they actually struggle to, to plan and actually to tailor their goals. So um, what would you say to those kind of people? How do they have to improve from that? Okay, um, I think we've all seen this. You're right. Every single year in January, everyone is going to the gym. Everyone has their goals written down. They're losing, but they're losing weight and everything. And then in June, nobody's at the gym. Like, what Absolutely. went wrong? Every single year, as a person, you have to be honest with yourself. Ask yourself every single year. I'm writing down these goals. I have this journal. I'm like, yes, new year, new me, new beginning. And then in mm-hmm. August, I'm nowhere to be found. And then I start again in next year, January. So you have to be honest with yourself and you have to push yourself. Like be very, don't play games. There's no time yeah. to play. There's a, there's a ground to take over. There's Absolutely. time to take over. So you have no time to be playing games. When you put the goal down, do everything it takes inside of you to achieve it. It's like a dream. I actually live by the motto of do everything humanly possible to achieve whatever you want to achieve and God will do everything divinely possible for you. That's it. So people set up goals and then they don't achieve them. And the main reason is they're not honest with themselves. They set goals that they know they cannot achieve. But in the sense that they set the goals, they're not realistic, basically. They're not realistic. Before you set up a goal, look at your life, look at your daily routine and ask yourself, okay, this is how my day is like on the daily basis. And then in 24 hours, we have 24 hours. Of course, put some hours for sleep, you need sleep. And then say, okay, I have these remaining hours. What can I do to achieve this goal? So I have remaining hours. And then you look and say, okay, fine. These hours that I have are not enough for me to be able to achieve this. If you want to start up a business, you're not going to put one hour a day. You invest <laughs> hours. Oh, I know that. <laughs> you know? You know it, right? <laughs> I know that. You know, one hour One hour is just, it's not enough. It's, it's too little. Not. It's not. So you put hours and hours of research. You find out. So when you look at your day and say, okay, I have six hours remaining putting aside my sleep and my job if you have a full-time job as a student doing my schoolwork so i have six hours of nothing let me put it like that so yeah. you work with the hours you have and now because we're in this generation where it's all about social media sometimes some people spend four hours on social media exactly you know that was actually that was actually gonna be like my next question so since you own that let me just tackle on that okay, okay. so <laughs> So you find these people, you know, these particular people that, for example, I know it's it's good to be inspired. It's good to check on what other people are doing. You know, in my new book that I'm writing, I call them the audience. You know, they, they, they spend so much time on social media checking on what other people are doing. But then at the same time, they spend too much time checking on that and they spend less time mm-hmm. actually trying to tailor what they're supposed to do. And right. then that is, that is actually, it's such a big problem. Like it's it's one of the reasons why people, even today, they still don't understand how to how to get to their dreams. So um, tell me, how do you, how do you handle that? Like how, what can you say to to people who actually who are still stuck in that kind of mentality so they have to ask themselves the question what do i want to be in next year yeah what do i want to be in five years because that's the thing you need daily goals weekly goals monthly goals six months goals a yearly goals five-year goals and 10-year goals you need that you have hmm. to have that in mind 
and that way you say okay in 10 in five years time i want to be a millionaire okay perfect that's amazing so in a year time what are you doing to push yourself closer to becoming that millionaire mm. so okay this is what i'm doing perfect so in a month what are you doing to push yourself closer to achieving your yearly goal Wow. perfect amazing now you look at your day your weekly goals what am i doing and then you look at your daily goals okay if i want to be a millionaire there's no way i should be spending six hours on social media finding out what's trending and who's doing what with who where there's no point for that you have to use social media in a way that it prom- it benefits you true true that once yeah it has to benefit you social media is a powerful tool it's up to you how you want to what you want to achieve from it are you going to be feeding your flesh every single day and not feeding your dream and not feeding the spirit of god inside of you no so find a way like cut the hours from social media it's not easy i know because we're the social media generation it's not easy i'm not gonna say it's very very easy but it becomes your mindset changes once now you see the bigger picture of where you want to be if you were to look back and calculate all the hours that you spent you spent on social media, yeah. Everyone would be having a business that is blossoming. Like everyone. Absolutely. Why? They just need to be able to figure out what am I trying to achieve from social media? You can you in fact as goals, you can use social media as a um as a reward. Say, okay, I'm going to be working on my goals. Um I want to build up this business, start up this business. So in a day, I'm going to limit my hours on social media and then maybe have one hour where I'm just relaxed and just whatever I'm doing interact with my friends on social media and then that is a that is a reward if you don't achieve this goal for today then you have no business being on social media because you said you still have a goal you haven't achieved unless you want to be able to just go to sleep at night and you're okay <laughs> with being a failure and which is that's not possible yeah and that's up to us we have to decide do i want to go to bed at the end of the day and say man i conquered this day or do you want to go am i going to go to bed tonight and say i wish i shouldn't have done this i wish i could have done that da, 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 da. which is okay but not every single day you should be going to bed not caring what you did with your hours time is very valuable so you that's have to be careful wow that's amazing so um the other thing is that um you know for me actually personally i grew up a lot attending bunch of opportunities let's say for example they say that there's an there's a career expo or or maybe they say there's like a, there's a business seminar you know for me it never really mattered like how much how much that was like i always make sure that i grab that opportunity but then you find a lot of people honestly i know you know being stingy it's not good it's just not it's not holy <laughs> <laughs> That's <money>. true. <laughs> I mean, but then at the same time, I feel like when if if people get an opportunity, even if they say you need to pay this much, if you think that this is going to help you to thrive your goal, I think it's like people should take to grab that, should take that opportunity. So, uh, my question to you will be um have you ever been exposed to something like that? Oh, all the time. Yes. <laughs> oh, goodness. That's why this is why goals are important cuz if you say I want to become a business owner. Yeah. There're going to be opportunities for business expos and it's up to you. Am I going to go? Is the price too high for me to go? Mm-hmm. You don't yeah, listen, you you don't have to look at the price. Look at what you're going to achieve. Yeah. Yes, um. it's maybe a thousand rand, 
but what am I going to gain from that? This is mm-hmm. somebody who has built a billionaire, like a multi, what a multi-dollar company. So you go with expectancy in your heart, and you're only going to get what you expected for. Expectancy is everything, and you have to write down your question when you go. What are you trying to achieve from this expo? And do everything. Don't just go to be a spectator. Have a conversation with people. Network. Networking is important. So yes, I've been exposed to so many opportunities, and they looked like they were too much sometimes. Like, oh, this is too expensive. But I had to look at beyond that. Like, yeah. what am I going to do from this? Next year, is it going to be about the thousand rand that I spent on going to the event, or is it going to be about the ideas that I grasped from the people I interacted with that actually made up this product that I'm selling or this services that I'm providing? So mm. it's bigger than the price. It's about what am I achieving? What am I going to get from there? And you get to go there with it, with, with your mind focused. And focus is the most important thing. Whatever you do, make sure you're focused. Don't lose. Lo- don't don't look away. Like don't look to the side. Go there with one goal in mind is that I'm gonna get this and I'm gonna come back home and I'm gonna know I got it and just take it all take it all man just take it all <laughs> be that person who everybody can say oh my god this girl and have questions ask questions exactly when you see people who are at a place you want to get to you don't talk you ask questions and you listen and our generation talks too much and we get in the presence of people who are doing well in areas we want to be at it could be in the church like pastors who've been in ministry for 40 years and then they come and they are talking and the pastor's like listening like wait this is somebody who's been doing something that you want to do why how about you just keep quiet ask a question and listen and learn and learn and learn, and learn. <laughs> and learn. period <laughs> And, you know, um, the other thing is that, um, especially Christians, you find Christians having this mentality that, um, you know, I'm, I'm like this, this is who I am. Like, I don't like people who, who keep saying that, like, okay, I, I'm, I'm broke, you know, I, I don't have, I don't have money. I don't know what to do with my life, my goals. Maybe this is just who I am. Like, this is not who you are. It's not who you are. And right. you know, it comes to that point of thinking that it's like, it's like, like most people or most Christian people, they think that um, being, I mean, you know, being successful, it's not for them. Right. I see that a lot too. And I think it, 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 it just narrows down to understanding what it means to be a son and a daughter of the most high God. Mm-hmm. Once you understand the kingdom mindset, the kingdom aspect of everything, you cannot embrace being broke. You cannot embrace being a failure. You cannot embrace fruitless, fruitfulness, or no lack of fruit. God isn't. God is not a waster. Whatever He gives you, He wants you to multiply it. So uh. you have a job. For example, with the talent God has given me, He gave me the talent. I had to. I had to put in the hours at the gym. <laughs> I, I, Jesus was not at the gym. It was me. He, he said, "Go to the gym. Put in the hours." If you want to win this tournament, you have to put in the hours. Yeah. Sacrifice. And Christians don't realize that just because you have the talent and God has given you the gift doesn't mean mm-hmm. heaven is going to come down and just bring down everything. You got to put in the Absolutely. work. Absolutely. Christians are lazy and it's annoying how lazy Christians can be. <laughs> they want to be given handouts. At some point, you have to be tired of handouts. And honestly, there's no time for handouts right now. This, this, this is the time to press. This is the time to work. This is the time to right. realize your goals. Right. This is the time to take over. Nobody who takes over 
is dependent on other people. No, they go out there. Even God wants to bless the works of our hands. Mm. As much as it's awesome that God can bless you and just you without doing anything, just give you a miracle, like give you cash, make a stranger give you the money. Mm. Man, it's so beautiful when you worked for it and you saw God open a door for you and then bring you into a place where you didn't even qualify for, and then you have the the results at the end and say, man, this is God. Remember that because it becomes like a track record. You're like, but God, you've done one, two, three in the past. But Christians don't realize that they don't want to work, and it's sad. And God says, I've given you everything that you need. You have everything to make this a success. Mm. I think they have to realize and change their minds. Okay, this is not just me anymore. Once I become a Christian, I have heaven backing me up. I have God backing me up, so I can't fail. I have no reason to fail, honestly. Especially with the Holy Spirit living inside of you. In business, you have no reason to make bad decisions. Why? The Holy Spirit is there with you. He's inside of you, and He's guiding you in every single decision that you make. So you have to decide and say, you know what? I'm going to partner with God. That's the problem. Christians don't want to partner with God. They want God to just be the one that does everything for them. And they sit down and watch him. Yeah, which is perfect. Sometimes he does that when you're resting. Because, hey, sometimes the devil can attack in anything and you need rest. And God says, rest and I'll work. You know? But once you partner with God, you make up your mind. Like, I'm going to partner with God in everything that I do. Mm. Every single business that I launch, God is in the midst of it. And one thing that I've learned in the past years is that if you if you connect everything that you do and make souls and make the kingdom of God the center, it's not going to fail. It's going to succeed, no doubt. Wow. It wow. doesn't matter what it is. Put God at the center, put his kingdom matters at the center, and you're going to succeed. Now you have to find out, so what are the kingdom matters? What do I need to do? What is it? You have to find out, like, God, what makes you... What makes your heart break? What makes your heart beat? What is it? Find out the heartbeat of God and use that and then build everything around that. Absolutely. You know, I like it more. I like it more when you say that having partnership with God. That is the most yeah. important thing ever. You know, people, people just think that um, they just need to plan and tailor things and then, you know, miracles will come. But then if God is not in it, then it's never going to go right. Right. That's true. Mm-hmm. And you have to you have to have discernment too, especially in business. Mm-hmm. People feel like God has, like when it comes to maybe callings and what God wants you to do, they think like, oh, everybody has to be holding the microphone and being the pastor and have a church. Mm-hmm. It's not just that. This is a time for us to take over all industries. It could be in the sports sector. It could be in the political sector. It could be in the business sector. You take over. God has called some people to just be kingdom financiers. Like bless them financially to to, to um, soar into the ministries that win souls. That goes into your record too. So you have to find out like, okay, God, where exactly have you called me? Because that's the first thing too. If you start doing things that God never told you to do, uh, you're setting yourself up for failure. And you don't want that find out what he has called you to do and how to go about it from him don't ask people people when they come and tell you it has to be a confirmation yes yes it has to be if it doesn't live make your baby live inside of you then you have to question it but then again if you're not being consistent and not being intimate with the spirit of god and intimate in your relationship with god you'll never know whatever people come and tell you you're gonna take it why you don't have a relationship with god so it goes back to the relationship you have to build with god first so that he can now whisper certain things in your spirit man and then send people your way to make that baby leap and say ah god you told me this in my prayer time with you so that is you you know what i mean 
Mm, that's 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 it. That's powerful. <laughs> <laughs> that's powerful. You know, I think this is the time whereby people people need to stand up. People need to they need to work on their plans. They need to they need to know how to go about it. And yes. and, and I feel like this time is actually a good time for for someone out there to realize exactly what God has called them to do. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because we are living in a very critical time. Mm. Like everyone right now should be feeling the urgency of the hour we are living in. Yes. If you're not feeling that, then you have to question if you really are putting the time with the Lord. Because we're living in a time, you need to feel the urgency. And when you feel urgency, there's a lot that needs to be done. You realize there's no time to be playing games. So you go out there and you conquer. You have no choice. Every single day you wake up say I'm going to do exactly what the Holy Spirit tells me to do and I'm going to do it, it well. Mm, I'm getting from the picture. <laughs> Every day wake up say hey God whatever you want me to do I will do it. In business at school just do it. Mm. And you know what I said this year I said that you know what this is the year for us to take over and if somebody doesn't take over we're going to take down we're going to take three four I mean we're not yes. going to let them <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking like, over this is the time this is the moment you know people have been like waiting for the right moment there's no right moment this is there's it there's no right this moment is the time. <laughs> now is the time you do it you can't wait and say i'm going to start this business next year why 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 aren't you starting it now yeah i don't have the money well do you know who's your your sauce god yeah. is your sauce you tell god listen you put this idea inside of me and i want to start it i think it's time and he said yeah even if the ravens will come flapping and bring the money <laughs> in it'll happen you have to have a faith that is unshaken you can't have your shake your faith being shaken this hour be right. very stubborn in your faith and stand firm for what God tells you to do. Do it and do it passionately. Do it wholeheartedly and with excellence. Because everything you do for the kingdom of God has to be done in excellence. God is not a mediocre God. Mm, mm, it's mm. not cheap. I'm telling you, I'm telling you if somebody doesn't grab this, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, are you are you planning to come back to South Africa? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can. <laughs> I'm coming soon. <laughs> I'm coming oh my soon. god, that is good. That is good. Um, you know what? We we had great time. We had great moment and I really I really believe that this this message is gonna it's gonna help someone out there. You know, someone is gonna stand up from today actually and start to do exactly what God has called them to do. Yes, and I'm honestly if I see people say we listen to the podcast and we're doing this through the conversations that you guys had i was able to start up this business i'm going to say yes sis you did it awesome mm. Mm. we're just here to help and hold each other's hands we're not here yeah. to take the glory we're just here to see what god has put inside of you and then pull it out and help you and say hey you can do it you go do it god is backing you up so i think also i'm just going to throw this in because i'm here i think now as women also it's time that we stop this pettiness mm-hmm. and be very really happy for others when somebody start up a business Come on. Be happy for them. And support be happy. Don't lose anything. Lady, support someone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you don't lose anything from being happy for someone. When they get married, be happy for them. Yes. When they start a business, be happy. Generally happy for them. They write a book. Be happy. Be happy <laughs> for them and help them because in the social media platform, help them. 
like share their stuff on social media you never know their investor could be in your in your newsfeed so share it don't be afraid like you don't lose anything this is we have to be united and as women no more pettiness this year no more bad vibes let's just keep pumping each other up and <laughs> let's win together <laughs> So it's, it's it's definitely all about holding hands, you know. You're yes. praying, praying for someone else, and helping them to to climb the ladder and just just going, yeah. just going up there. Right. Oh right. no, that was that, that this this was so amazing. Um, you know what? I just want to thank you for actually joining us today on this podcast, and you have been great. Thank you so much. I had so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. No, thank you so much. Um, so guys, all the listeners out there, thank you so much for listening to this awesome, awesome, awesome podcast. So, and I really do hope that actually this is gonna help you. And you know what? No matter what, no matter what, no matter how hard it is, just take, take it, just take it, and just start doing. No, just start doing it. Do it. Just, just tailor your dreams today. So from from me and of course Patty, <laughs> we really, like we're gonna be seeing you. I'll see you next time. And Patsy, thank you so much for joining us. And this will be the end of our podcast here. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.